Have you ever thought about that while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb? I did. I actually bought two homes in Albuquerque that I Airbnb'd, and it was just an amazing investment, honestly, because, you know, as you are accruing value in your property, you are also making money on the Airbnbs. It's amazing. So your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. It's an award-winning tequila. It's infused with real juice, with real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. It's real. So you need like two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. Hey, um, you know how I'm always trying to keep my house parties exciting? New cocktails? <laughs> do you? Yeah. Okay, well, here's something that's going to flip the script. Okay. All right. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about this, right. Oliver Hudson. Yeah, 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila that's infused with juice from real fruits. You only need two to three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. Wait a minute. I think I know what brand you're talking about. You know why? Yeah. Because 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend. It's female founded. That's right. See? Sounds See like how I know? Something I can get behind. I know. Well, there's a good story behind that for sure. Listen, if you love tequila... You have to try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Kate Hudson. And my name is Oliver Hudson. We wanted to do something that highlighted our relationship. And what it's like to be siblings. We are a sibling rivalry. No. Oh, no. Sibling rivalry. Don't do that with your mouth. <laughs> Sibling rivalry. That's good. This episode you're about to listen to is Amy Schumer and Kim Caramelli, sisters. And unfortunately, um, I had influenza A. Not B, not Corona. Let's not get crazy here. But I had influenza A. I was unable to make the trip. And uh, I was actually super bummed out because I was, I was very excited to hang with these girls. But I, I did find an amazing uh, replacement. Her name is Goldie Hahn. She happens to be my mother. And uh, I, I don't even know what... I don't even know what the hell any, they even talked about. I haven't listened to it. I don't, I don't even know. Like, I'm sure it's going to be great. My only fear is, is that uh, you guys are going to enjoy my mother more than myself, and there's going to be a petition on moveon.org that um, is going to kick me out of sibling revelry, and my mother will replace me. I, I really don't want that to happen. I mean, I do hope she does a really good job. Maybe not a great job, but a really good job. So it's like, oh, that was really fun. But, uh, you know, we still want Oliver. That, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, 
Anyway, I'm sure it was amazing. Amy and Kim are amazing. I, I've known Amy for a little bit now, but uh, I'm actually just as excited to listen to this as you guys are. So enjoy. I will be listening along with you. Caramelly. One is Fiddler Caramelli, on the Roof. Caramelly. <laughs> and then there's Shoo-oo-oo-oo. <laughs> I like it. I you know, never you know what is that. weird? Yeah. It was right there in front of That's us. That's all. all <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy oh to be God. here, too. I'm so happy you guys are here. I know. No, and I, it's so funny because Oliver can't be here because he's sick. He's got the flu. And so we come to New York and I was saying, oh, my God, this is mom was going to be here. <sighs> And I was so excited because it was like, this just worked out so This is so, so right. It's so right. Sorry, Ollie. I'm sorry about the flu, but when I heard you the flu, I was so excited because I knew that meant Goldie was coming over too. <laughs> Amy shrieked out of the window in delight in our cab. That's true. And I was I like, shrieked. Amy, he's really sick. She's like, I don't care, New York. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, Amy. It was my first real New York her, moment. Yeah. Was Ollie getting yeah. the flu? Both hands up in delight. I thought it was a good time. Kimby, you were saying that you you love this podcast and you listen to it. And what, oh and what was the moment with Goldie you heard? So on the I was podcast? listening to one of the episodes, and Goldie, you had you called in, and you're like, "Oh, mom's calling." And I don't think you called in on purpose, no. no. You were because you just you kind of just got right to business. You were like, "Where's Bodie?" Like, no, like, hello, no, not so yeah. just like, boom, where you know, where's Bodie at? And uh, and you guys were talking about how. Um, Goldie, you had gotten a chef for Oliver when he was in college. And I guess you guys had some follow-up questions about that. Mm-hmm. And um, and the phrasing of the question was such that it was so delightful. Um, so Oliver said, you know, Mom, when I was in college, you got me a chef. And you were like, yes. And he said, why did you do that to me? And you just burst out laughing <laughs> as though it was this grave injustice that you caused him. Why did you do that to me? Not why did you get that for me, mom? And you just laughed and laughed and laughed before you could answer and I just uh. I had to pause it because I was laughing so much. So and funny. it was such a delightful and I was like this it is going to be my I favorite think it podcast. It was just all a setup. They set yeah. me up. They set you up. Oh yeah, no, we didn't. Oh, I called. Didn't I, I mean, call you? Well, yeah, you called. You no. called. Yourself no, you called, called in. I called yeah. in. No, oh, yeah, you, no. You I called. called. I no, it was, it was one of those moments were. that was hilarious because we were just talking about you in the phone ring. And Ollie goes, oh, my God, it's mom. It was 100% a coincidence. Yeah, it was a total, Oh, yeah, no, no, no. It was we authentic. We have it on film. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. Oh, my God. Um, but we're excited to be here. So so what we normally do on the podcast is we start from the beginning. Ooh. Okay. Brother Jay. Jason, mm-hmm. yeah. half brother, and then you came along. Then me, and then Kim. Yep. Okay, and so where did you guys grow up? We grew up on Long Island. Yes, kind of in one of the few towns that had few Jews. Mm-hmm. So mm. we were raised Jewish, Jewishish, Jewish. Um, I know about that. <laughs> Jew like, yes, yeah, yeah. I can relate. Uh, yes, uh, like a like a hint, like a you know, just yeah. a little. Like grandma. my mother did- said, we're reformed. <laughs> we're reformed that we're so reformed that we just say bubbla once in a while, and that's the extent of our Judaism. You know, it's once in a blue, we'll and write I say light a menorah. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So 
Amy had a, a bat mitzvah, but then by the time it was my turn, like we were all kind of over it until I yeah. didn't. So Kim was like, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, how come she's allowed to not do that? But I still got like a party. Yeah. <laughs> really? There was no downside for you. Yeah. But I mean, without every- the without the reading yeah (laughs) i went to temple on friday night i went to hebrew school on saturday i got to play soccer yeah but anyway we grew up in this town it was like you know a ton of irish catholic people and uh yeah we were kind of like one of the 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 jew families uh (laughs) and yeah explain kind of the house in which you grew up in was oh well that's fun i'm actually writing uh and starring in a show for hulu right now about that we were um we we were our dad was really wealthy when we were really young um she can tell yeah oh yeah that's right i mean you have eyes (laughs) you have eyes um and we lived in like kind of a mansion and you know they he had like his own plane for a little while and then lost everything and so I just, because you can Google map anything. I looked at the house we lived in, and then I looked at the house we moved to, and it is shocking. And that wasn't until you were about nine and I was five. Are you trying to plug the musical nine to five? <laughs> yeah, is that not, is that not <laughs> what we're... Please don't use this. <laughs> oh. To, okay. Okay, well then have a present. Wait, so you moved within the same town, <clears throat> like literally from this- a mansion to... It was rich as rags and to like a tiny, and then we lived in people's basements and then we lived in, and then my mom and I were sharing a bed and it was like a wow. reverse Russian doll. I counted one situation. time. I think we, in while I was in high school, yeah. I think we lived in, um, was it 12 different houses and apartments? We moved more than every year. <clears throat> yeah. But wow. It got smaller and smaller. Do you remember it? Do you I clearly do. do? I do. I I remember. I have like little flashes of because I your, was your clothes five, got worse. But yeah, my clothes got pretty bad. And you let your hair go to shit. And I Can stayed. I yeah, <laughs> and it stayed there. And it's there. but yeah, it was. She, Amy was about nine. I yeah. was about five. Which nine to five. <laughs> I have a joke about. Um, we start, you know, like, because when I think when you first lose your money, like a real housewife, you like still kind of live in a mansion somehow. You know, yeah. you have like one good credit card and then and then you have to like face reality and live in like a shoe. Um, but I joke that I at my age, the only way that I really felt the loss of money was in the quality of my birthday parties. Because like one year I had a farm party and there were animals and it was a big carnival. And then the next year the theme was dancing on the ceiling and my dad just turned a camera upside down and filmed us like dancing around a light fixture. Oh god! And it like we got a pizza and everybody was like had to chip in for the pizza. I mean, it was dark. But it's fun because we do we have home movies and so you can really like we get to watch like the progression like of our downfall. We're like here and then and yikes! Then, no. Like so we get to like really track. Okay. It. What was going on in the family for all of this to happen? Our dad just like lost the business. Well, our dad was diagnosed with MS. And then like right on top of that, the bankruptcy was caused because they owned a baby furniture company where they were importing baby furniture from Italy. And so, you know, parents on the Upper East Side were like, we need a crib from Milan today. (laughs) And then other people started doing it too. So it just wasn't, you know, he didn't have a monopoly on it. And so... The so business went under, yeah. Yeah. And you know my day. you know our dad is 
yes. so deeply that there are pictures of Goldie all over his room. Oh, oh yeah. He loves mommy. Yeah. He loves her. Yeah. I love him, too. Uh, you're so sweet. I, I mean, mean, he talks I about know you it every time we... Well, when I learned more, you know, I realized he was not an easy man. No. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff. Oh, God. And I, I think that what happens, which is so interesting, because I've seen your time with him. Yeah. And, and your care for him. Mm -hmm. And your empathy for him. And, you know, taking him and doing and, you know, all of it. Yeah. And it's so, so beautiful because it shows, you know, we do have the great capacity to forgive. Yeah, and you just love your parents. And you love your parents, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it just, it's, it's just a testimony. Yeah, you forgive them. That's what I, I try to remind myself that too. You know, I'm trying to be so great during this time where Gene, he's 10 months, he won't even remember. But I watched the show Love After Lockup where like the parents are in jail and they get out after. I need to know what the show is. It's on mm. Friday nights. It's Love After Lockup. It's Life After Lockup. You know, when you find mm. something so joyful, you have to extend the, the brand, the story. So right. there's lots of different versions. But you see these parents, they get out after like eight years and the kids are like, mommy. You know, there's no, you, you love your parents. It's exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no matter what. It's not easy. It's not that easy. It's a constant negotiation and cycle. So mom and dad were together for how long? 10, 15 Yeah, they were, they were married for 14 years and then they got divorced when we went to this one. To this <laughs> small house. Yeah, so I was eight and Amy was 12. Mm-hmm. At okay, the peak so of my bangs, oh. I just have to also say, <laughs> yeah, my bangs had never been so frizzy. Our, our house was here. Amy's <laughs> bangs were here. So right at the time where you're all of a sudden getting a body in your period, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that you're also your family is crashing, falling apart. Everything's yeah. falling apart. I mean, yeah. this is like tra very traumatic. I loved yeah. it. I mean, <laughs> it was a blast. Literally in your fundamental years, you're saying that everything, your whole life turned upside down. Exactly. Yeah. And your father, you wrote, was a drinker. Yeah. Yeah, he drank. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we didn't really know, though. Well, we didn't know until, because our mom hid it from us, but it I was so little. out of hand. We were little. Yeah. I mean, there are things you can remember, like, like he would just be kind of passed out somewhere but you're just like dad must be tired it, it wasn't like a negative <laughs> drink like we never had like a bad vibe from him at all no. he wasn't like an angry drinker or whatever. you know he was just like a like a sleepy one but you know? then one day he showed up um to spend time with us and he got off a bus and like taking a bus on long island is not nor like typical yeah, for yeah you know oh this is after the divorce scene yeah oh, yeah, yeah um yeah. And uh, we were like, what are you taking the bus? What's going on? You know, and he was like, he it turned out he had so many DUIs that right. he could no longer right, drive. Right, 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 right. And we a couple times had to go visit him in detox, mm. which for like probably no one knows anybody. Well, actually, you guys probably know people, but <laughs> most people don't know anyone who's drinking to the point where they would need to go to detox to stay alive. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's like that's serious. Mm -hmm. And. He was so depressed. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's sad. But look at us now. Like, we're we're filled with so much character and charisma. We're mm -hmm. thriving. I wonder if, if we don't have that, <laughs> if you don't have that struggle, do you think, like, you can still be 
an interesting full person? Challenges are important, but also resiliences. And yeah. I think you're born with a level of resilience that you can move through this. I mean, yeah. I know a lot of people who are not resilient, who literally it does affect in a very, very dramatic way and mm-hmm. negative way. And, you know, their life is not, the trajectory of their life is not that good. So I think you She's were talking born. about Barbara Streisand. Dish, <laughs> <laughs> <Tish>, girl. <laughs> and she could sing your names really good. Yeah, Better oh, than yeah, me. How much did you guys lean on each other during that time? Well, I think it's also like when I when I look back at like a bunch of the like pretty dark, um, real dark, real dark yeah, moments, real dark days, real dark days. Like I never remember like Amy and I kind of like crying with each other or anything about it. I remember like the things I remember as us like looking at each other like yikes yeah like this is so bad this you know? is and, like, dark and then funny. like laughing and then like doing something like really fun just the two of us kind of about it but yeah we we clung to we each really other we really clung to and each, we other. Raised yeah. each other yeah mm-hmm. um and and just kind of not like actively not letting um this dark stuff around us kind of like affect our days there was one day where our dad was like i'm gonna take you girls to see rent and we had already seen it a bunch like we loved seeing broadway shows and we loved rent we're rent girls basically uh-huh. we're rent heads and uh and so our dad is like we got tickets to the matinee and he ms is you know a hell of a disease and it was had been in remission. He was coming out of remission. He was like, you know, so it's like, you don't really understand MS, but he would walk really slow. Like it just slows you down. And so we get into Manhattan and we go outside the theater and, and he got the tickets and they were like, these are to the night performance. And he knew like he couldn't, he couldn't couldn't physically hang in the seven hours. He sits, so he sits down on kind of like a steam pipe on the city it was like Mm-mm. like just kind of takes the seat and just like just looking at our dad knowing like he's just is taking a break because he like kind of failed in yeah. some way and um and it was really sad and really dark but we were also at an age where we were like wheels are turning we're like dad give us the tickets yeah. and we'll just stay in manhattan yeah we're like you go and, and you go and it's fine and then we were like you know, pretty young and loose in the city. And we're just like, woo! You know, we went. Yeah, we went to the Museum of Natural History. We We got booze. We got white wine, like a free white wine at a Chinese restaurant. You know, (laughs) we were psyched. We bought like bows. And we got to go see, I mean, you know. So you made the most of it. We made the most of it, but it it is like sad. You know, it's really, we have real dark images and memories and moments, but. Followed immediately by like us just having like a nice time with each other. Mm Mm-hmm. There's nobody on the planet that understands each other totally. more than you two. Yeah, totally. Um, it's like the craziest bond. It's it's, it's so it's for life. Awesome. <laughs> and and now I mean, you guys are even working together, so it just stays and continues. And it's like we've loved working other. together. It, we've had a really good yeah. experience. I, and I saw when we worked together. Like, yeah. on, on Snatch, you mm-hmm. know, and it, w- it really was fantastic. I yeah. Mean, it was, uh, and you kind of finish each other's sentences, but at, at, I'm always interested to know because there's all, there is sibling rivalry, which is revelry is the play on on it. Um, <laughs> but in terms of that, how, what kind of, how do you argue? How, how do you like face? <laughs> I, like, I don't get that. Our I, arguments, I also, do you? I just no, no. Say, I mean, when we do it, but I just, I have to say like, that I'll be like, you know, we've a couple times had an argument in front of someone we're close to, like a friend. And after I'll be like, I'm sorry you had to see that. And they're like, 
That was the tamest, like, like most highly therapized (laughs) human. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's ridiculous. And I also, like, I genuinely have never considered anything between us to be, like, a a rivalry whatsoever. I think because of our age difference, like, we never overlapped in school. um, So there was never any competition between us, like, for friends or for guys. That's true. Or for anything like that. So, like, I never, like, we never went after the same things. Well, also, everything that I did, she would then do, but better. So I was, like, I was, like, pretty good at volleyball. And then she was, like, all state. <laughs> you know? But we weren't and doing it at the same time. Like, I no, wasn't, but it, like, we, we weren't, like, going after the same spot on teams. There was no, so, you know what there I mean? was no so, competition. Like, I never, and, like, she does stand up. Like, I, I'm not, and, Which like, I'm she great acts. At. And, like, I'm not, like, we're not going for the same roles. We're yes, not going for are. the same jobs. You, you know no. what I mean? So it's really, like, I really don't consider there to be any rivalry. She's my first phone call when there's something exciting. Actually, she's my only one. Isn't that funny when you get good news, it starts out that you're like, you call all your friends and yeah. then over the years, it's like, there's like you one just person, text yeah. your sibling. <laughs> when, do you remember when you knew mom was having another baby? Like, did you have that memory or when she came home from the hospital? I don't, but I do remember being really, she was so adorable that I was threatened and I knew I had to start getting nicer to my dad. <laughs> you know, I was like. So you did have a moment of like, oh, oh, geez. Yeah, definitely. I had that. You know, I'm glad you never had that. But I did because she was so cute. She was just this little Shirley Temple. And I had been, you know, you, you get used to be people thinking you're an adorable little girl. And then all of a sudden it's ah, and you're just like the older, like, you know, <laughs> Ogre, knows. you know, that's like, he's like, I'm going through it right now. Yeah. They're like, Oh, <laughs> do you want a cookie? You know? And like, to me, they're just like, here, hold this for your sister, you know? Um, but then we, yeah, we like had a rough start as, you know, really young kids. And then, and then we like, actually, you want to say the thing? The, the note? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess for for a while, for a while there, I guess until we were about twenty two. And no. Shut up. <laughs> how how old? This was young. This was like you were probably four. Yeah, and I was like eight. Um, I uh, oh like Amy was like not particularly too nice to me sometimes, and I no, I terrorized her. One time, my mom was like, she woke up with a nightmare, and the. And, my mom was like, oh, do you want to go sleep with Amy? And she's like, no, my nightmare is about her. <laughs> and, uh, I'm well, afraid of Amy. Hear, but hear me out. Like, it, I watched The Exorcist. Oh. And Linda Blair. I look like her. When Amy was eight. <laughs> I'm like, oh. When Amy was eight, Linda Blair and The Exorcist, it was, there was some, there was some bang similarities there's some overlap there's some bang overlap so i so i like saw this it was close and so i would have some nightmares and so um so like amy was a little bit mute to me and so uh so one day i but i thought it was like my fault you know and i guess it was right i was was a good abuser it was my fault for being so cute yeah um and so i wrote amy a note like you know do you love me if you love me me, you uh, will you draw eyes on this pig and I drew a kind pig of an with eyeless no pig, eyes. which like, what, let's unpack that. I re- and I remember reading that. I do remember. Maybe we'll put a pin in that. 
I really do remember opening that note and seeing it. And our dad had made a big deal about in the mafia family's all that matters. That's like what the lesson he used to teach us. All that matters. And I remember opening this. Like a day in Italy. Yeah. And I look at this little thing and it like broke my heart and it completely changed our the rest of our lives. And I drew heart eyes on the pig. And I gave it back to her, oh. and then we were inseparable for the rest of And you don't time. still have that, do you? Yeah. Well, no, no. Do you have that? I think, no. I think later. No, we don't have that one. But oh. um, but Amy did like a callback to it like a, a couple years later or whatever. Like Because we would write like we each other. We always do that. We would yeah. write little like nice little notes love to each letters. other. We'd write each other love letters. We're like each other. All, <laughs> oh. This is what sisters do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And we have letters like that we would write all throughout high school and college. And it's really nice. Like we would send it back and forth to each other and like one as like a cat or whatever like I'll always like draw eyes you little dummy you're a dummy but our um (laughs) but when we fight uh so one fight I'm remembering was we were leaving a comedy club together and I had a rolling bag with me you know like why uh I think I was getting changed there and you know I was it a comedy club in a mall? It was in a mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, want to yeah. brag. <laughs> I was doing a comedy club in a mall. Great. Now you know. Stand up in Here a mall. Here comes the jealousy. Uh, and and uh, and Kim was like, I've got it. Like, I'll take the bag. And she wasn't rolling it. And we're walking the car. And I keep going like, it's a roll. You can roll it. Like, you don't have to, like, lug it. It's a rolling mm-hmm. bag. She's like, no, no, it's fine. And I'm like... I, I feel like you're trying to make it seem more difficult by not just rolling it. And she's like, I'm fine. It's fine. And then we get in the car and we go home. And our friend Kyle, who was opening for me, I, I was like, I'm so embarrassed that you saw that. Like, in my mind, that had been a really big. And he's like, that, that's the, the lamest fight I've ever seen. He was, like, more mad that we thought that was a fight. Yeah. Than, oh, like, my God. Yeah. No, we don't say anything that we're going to regret. I mean, you no. know, it stays pretty... It stays pretty about the thing. But being the child of an alcoholic, you know. I just think also you guys and the way you grew up, I mean, you are your, you know, you can't afford to lose each other. No, we need each other. And I'll like, if you're a child of an alcoholic, you are ready for like your whole world to blow up all the time. Mm -hmm. So we'll get in a fight and um, like an argument, like nothing. And I'll be like, well, obviously we're not talking for a while. And she'll be like, Yes, we are. We had a fight. You're so weird. You're always like I'm always like, Well, that's it, obviously. I'll get my things. (laughs) Amy Amy was Amy was and like we got in a fight and she's like, I mean, I would like it if at some point you want to be a part of Jean's life. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I was like, shut up. Well, she tried to make me not go to her wedding and I was like, shut up. I was I'm 22. Coming. Okay, she was 22. <laughs> and she was, was last year. And she was projecting her feelings about the relationship I was in yeah. onto what she thought I thought about her husband. Yeah. And they got married in uh, like a courthouse in Yonkers. Yeah, and I was like Wednesday. her witness, you know. And my and I and she the night before was like, I don't think you like Vinny. And I was like, You're an idiot. You are an absolute of course I love whatever. I was like, I'm coming. Don't think this conversation ends. I'm coming to your wedding. Yeah. Our full time job is like not letting each other push the other one away. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's really so important. I mean, my God, at the end of the day, and I'm way older than you are, that sisters are get more important, more valuable, you know? Yeah. Um, but who who is the most reasonable, do you think? Neither of us. Neither. Yeah. Oh, you're crying to you have a sister? You would, you would oh, be so honey, I'm so sorry. You have a lot of close so girlfriends, boys. I feel like. 
Yeah, but they're still not my sister. They're you not your I mean? sister. Yeah. Well, I'm happy I have now. one daughter because I'm surrounded by boys. Yeah. Although now I have two granddaughters, right. and um, so do, you know, you yeah. have a daughter. Have, yeah. But it it is it's it, a different bond. Yeah. It's a very different bond. It's a different kind of love. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's and, a snuggly kind of love. Yeah. yeah. Well, she doesn't let me touch her. No. Oh, Actually, really? Oh, like no. I I'm mm. very affectionate, and I want. I'm aware that I'm wearing her sweater, and I'm upset about it. Yeah. Like I don't want to be cold, but I don't want to be wearing her things. But <laughs> I just want to like hug, like you know hug her, and, and she's and just like get away really? from me. Yeah. Are you like that with your husband? No. no. It's Amy specific. It's me. Really? Yeah. yeah. I won't like drink after her. I've I've she's always so been disgusted very by me. By her. <laughs> she's she is. She's repulsed. But now did by you me. have you moved back or are you still in Chicago? Oh no, I moved uh, back to Connecticut. So I'm oh, they, they moved two to and a half hours away. Awesome. Quick, yeah, so How I'm, long have you been married? Um for I've been married for eleven years. Amazing. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. To Carmelli. She got to, to skip the Caramelli. whole dating, all that. Yeah. Did you go to college? Yes. And did you go to college? Yes. We both graduated from college. And I went to grad school. I was a school psychologist and for five years. And I went to years. an acting Meisner two-year intensive. So when she left for college, how was that for, for you? Because <laughs> that was a good four years of it was without your bad. Like you system. cannot imagine... How bad it went. The the most various bad. Really? Oh yeah. I tanked. <laughs> yeah, and I like could not believe I was going that I was away. Oh yeah. No, it it like shit went wild. How quickly were you out of the house? <laughs> how Oh yeah, it's kind of like How long did I last yeah. in the house alone without yeah. her? Um uh, a year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half, and then and then I had to be. Removed I came from home that a lot. <laughs> I came home a lot, also, and not because she was asking me to come home, but I would just come home a lot. Yeah, to be, so we could be together. And I would like go like to come visit me. Like I would like not be in school and like. Yeah, it would be like it's Tuesday, not on the break. Like, what are you doing here? I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, it was here a really I am. hard. Time. It was real, real rough. That's Crazy. Separation you, anxiety. And yeah. you weren't, but you were close. You were. She wasn't too far away, right? She was in Baltimore. Maryland, Baltimore. Oh, oh yeah, okay. no, I. Oh, so it was a. It was a. Truck. I absconded. Yeah, no, yeah. I was. I was out. But you could get there. Yeah, yeah. I took a train. Train. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when did you start stand up? When did I become a star? <laughs> <laughs> well, I started stand up when I was like twenty three. Right, right, after, right after school, right? Pretty much right after college, yeah. And why? she was probably at, why? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's I a very brave thing to do. Yeah. I mean, to stand it's up a, and be funny. And, you know, it's, it's like, a masochistic gonna, thing I was going to gonna say, I'm going to take the leap. Yeah. I mean, you're friends with a bunch of stand-ups. Mm -hmm. You know, like, they're the most delightful mentally ill people. You know, probably. <laughs> um, I... Uh, I was funny. Like, I was a funny kid and all that. You know, when you just have a little something that people just laugh when yeah. they see you. And, uh, I mean, no one has it more than you, Goldie, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go crazy on that. Well, I would be real about I it. It's true. I couldn't do a stand-up, though. All, because you didn't even have to talk. You just stood there and everyone <laughs> was <laughs> hysterical <laughs> laughing and loving you. Um, but I feel like I had that little thing. And then, so I tried to improv and that was not for me. 
And then one of the girls, the improv troupe, one of the girls, she was like 50, uh, she did stand up and I went to see her. She was really bad. And I was like, well, I think I could do better than that. And I just tried it. Just delusion and, you know. Yeah. Your first stand up experience, were you, was it scary or was it in your mind just sort of, okay, let's, let's, let's see what this is? It was physically scary. Um, yeah, it was like, you know, it wasn't the stage fright of people looking at you, but it was, okay, like, you know, just get up and talk, <laughs> you know? And so I wrote a little set and it wasn't good. And But I was likable enough that it went, okay. I thought, Were you there? I don't know if I was at your the first. very first one. I don't know if I was at your very. But you, you say that like a lot that it wasn't very good or whatever or that like you were like not good right away yeah like i i think you were so good that's you, right away that's because you love yeah. me no i think i mean you're like no one's gonna stand to, up right away you were so funny and like you're like the things that you were talking about were funny and like people laughed right away you're like some people get funny. up some people get yeah, up and I? it's crickets like you got up <laughs> some and people, people get up and you're literally like, and you're like why no. are you doing this and then to they yourself go, <laughs> uh, yeah and they and they go i'm not gonna yeah. sorry you know what i'm gonna no, go. your life up. ever said you were yeah. funny i don't even think you're the funniest one of your friends right right i mean you you got up and and people were like like they laughed they liked stuff, me, but like, I wasn't good. But you don't get good at stand up for years. It's not that, yeah, you weren't good at stand up, but you were funny up there, and you yeah. had like funny things to talk about. Like, I, like I think, I think you're selling yourself short. No, you're nice. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I remember one show I did at Central Park Summer Stage. Where you were there, right? That's were you outdoors. There? Yes, but okay, like <laughs> three to five thousand people. And I went up real ready to just destroy. And it was, you know, a showcase. So I was doing 15 minutes. And I could hear out of those thousands of people, just my mom laughing. You know? So it wasn't even like, I think the acoustics, it's the trees. I could hear just my mom trying to get everyone to laugh. I mean, I have bombed significantly. What happens to you after you bomb? No one will make eye contact with you. Um, you know, you look to people to be like, was that as bad as it felt, you know, and everyone just kind of looks at the floor. Um, I've been with Amy twice when she's bombed and this was not at the beginning. One is Buffalo, right? One is, or was it? You bombed in Buffalo. I bombed. We've all bombed in Buffalo. <laughs> and one was like a private event. Was at, that at a, country at a country country? Oh, this was the first time our dad was ever going to oh, see me do a live, you know, because he's like in a wheelchair. He can't always. I have seen I have seen Amy like <laughs> at, at like a sold out arena, like people crying, laughing, just like like a stadium erupting in laughter. And nothing compares to the feeling <laughs> of elation that I feel when Amy has just just tanked, Bombed. just fully <laughs> in eaten a room shit. full of people who are just like no and no, like, uh, and the none look, of this, the people look that she like, gives no. me, and the Kim look is off that stage. she gives me on stage when she knows she's bombing, and 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 I mean I we're know, di we're dying laughing. It's good such on a moment of, of and Kim Kim always goes like this. She dances to the side. I look over <laughs> at her and she's going like this. <laughs> Yeah, just it's just it's a moment <laughs> where it's just like and like what are you gonna do? You gotta stay just, out there. Just yeah. stay just, out there. You, and there's bomb, nothing you, you can idiot. do. 
Because it's so also funny. like she knows it's not her fault. She's not doing like there's nothing you can do about it. You know what I mean? And just but I mean the funniest thing and is when we're your still going to have a bombing. lovely evening. You know, you yeah, know, like we're going to have a nice evening no matter what. It's she's so going to get off funny. stage. It's going to be fine. But just in that moment where I know she's got another it's like even, 22 minutes. Oh yeah, and like oh, the, you know how those minutes oh, go by. God. But comics, you know, if if I if you see your friend try a new joke and it just bombs, oh, it's so fun. like there's nothing funnier, you know. No, no, no exactly. You know? Our friend Kyle, our friend Kyle, who who yeah, you know, uh, Kyle Dunnigan for Amy, we like have made him do this one joke that we know is gonna bomb, it but sucks. we've convinced him we like, no, it. it's so fun. You have to do it. Please, you have to do. It. You have to do it. He's like, and it's not go. good. It never gets left. And we're like, we're no, like, this crowd, like trust, go, go. You have to do it's, it. It was the crowd. Like you, you, you have it. to do. It. And he'll get on stage and he'll do the joke. No, and it ruins the set. And he'll look over to us. It'll be like, yeah, and we're like, <laughs> it's, it's the best feeling. Yeah. Like oh, oh my god! You know, com- the one thing I have to say about comedians, and particularly stand up, but you know that moves into acting as well, whatever, is that there's a lot of tragedy and sadness in their life. Oh yeah, and yeah. it re- part of what makes us survive is how we laugh mm-hmm. at certain stuff that literally other people would look at and go, "How did you get through it?" Right. Well, because we have some weird sense of humor yeah. uh, about life. <laughs> yeah. Just, and know? it's always been there. But that's why I said, like, with all the stuff, you know, from our childhood, truly, like, looking back, it's never, like, I never remember us, like, collapsing into each other in sorrow. Maybe it's always, it. it's always, like, how we were just, like, yikes and we yeah. move on, you know? It's but that's true. You're so at the darkest. At that's, the but darkest. That's, just, that's so, you're so lucky, I yeah. mean, to have th- that. Because it's even, like, what you're saying, like, you're, up there bombing you're laughing your ass off oh yeah you're she's looking getting me through it and she's yeah. getting you through mm-hmm. it and and the reality is is like okay like we've been through so much yeah. worse exactly yeah there were times you know, i've been doing stand-up for 15 years and you know probably in my first 10 there were just some and a heckler would come at me and i would go i think you guys have seen me do stand-up i feel like yeah. i oh yeah did I, did I lose and, it at a heckler did I? Well, did anything happen where no. I was like, okay, <laughs> no. But no. you know, because other people, they, like, the professional thing that's nice for the audience is to say something that gets a laugh and move on. But it triggers me. It has triggered me in a way where I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, really? and then it just gets ugly. Yeah. Have you gone at someone to the point where you're? Serious? I felt bad later. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen me like? Well, I mean, what do you I don't. Think? I mean, I wouldn't say you'd feel bad later. I, I think <laughs> I wouldn't qualify with I that. I feel like it must. A be. couple times I felt bad later. Really? Yeah. I don't think you should. Not for years. I think they should shut remember, right on the fuck up. Wait, remember <laughs> that show in Chicago and that girl Tatiana? It's not the time. And the that girl. Thing? Yeah, I, I think, think about the so. boots thing all the time. This girl's in the front row in Chicago. It's how I get out of bed and in the she morning. Was it was like toward the end of the show? It had been a really good show. And the audience was happy and I feel good. And this girl, I think, just got real drunk by the end and was like, like yelling for me to like show my boobs yeah. or my vagina or something. Like she's like, like it was just really yeah. dark. And I, and I tried to get her to be quiet and she wouldn't. And then I was like, when's the last time you saw your dad? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I went. I hard and I you don't could see, care. You know, I love that. That I sounds awesome. Care. That sounds great. Yeah, it's sort of I like, that's so like oh, But you okay. know, we're, Chris Rock I has a quote. Dr. Ruth. 
I know exactly. You know, that, great, but, <laughs> but Chris says Chris Rock has a quote. He's like, if uh, ignorance is bliss, then what's the opposite of that? It's you know, comics see or, or par- performer. You know, you see everything. Like it's mm-hmm. our job to read other people, and mm-hmm. so that's it's the opposite of bliss. It's yeah. like kind of a hell, but God, you know, I, I haven't heard that quote. Oh, the the best like dramatic performances that I've seen recently have been by like people who are typically like comedic actors. And I just think that it's like the, like kind of like what we were talking about, how like comedians and and people who are really funny have this way of handling dark things um, and kind of perceiving darkness and doing something with that, that I think translates to drama in such a distinct and clear and beautiful way. Right. The best comics are really vulnerable, I think. Yeah. And you know? really kind of get to the crux of things. And that's why I think that, you know, like, like Odenkirk's performance on Better Call Saul, I'm just like, I'm blown away by it so much. And like, he's so funny. And I just, I, I, I really like this trend of seeing like these like really comedic people being cast in these dramatic roles. And I just, I, I think it's like such an exciting thing. Well, it's the other side of comedy. Yeah. yeah. And we, you know, you possess the darkness, you know, yeah. I'm, you know, I've gone out there and I've been funny most of my life, right? Mm-hmm. Even though my mother didn't think I was funny. But well, that's why. Yeah, no, you got exactly. So funny. <laughs> You're not that funny. Thanks, Mom. Um, but you know, like my favorite author, my favorite poets, my favorite thing are dark, you know, Wilco, yeah. for instance. Um, you know, and that I, I just I'm much more attracted to that sort of the underworld. What what really is going on? Where does pain come from? Yeah. And it is it it's just why it's like the it's like the clown. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the jesters, jesters, court jesters knew everything. Oh my God. You know, totally. I, I personally think that it's much harder to be funny than it is to be. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, it's, I, it's much funnier. And, and by the way, when Amy Schumer cries, so do we. Yeah. Same with all, all you hoes. I mean, I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's sort of like, when we cry, <laughs> everybody cries with us. But but, it, but you know but in, in a movie like and I, I've told you this before yeah. but um how, uh, how to lose a guy in ten days yeah. like that is such a classic amazing comedy that I feel like I have you know taken so much from uh and like I don't know it's like a classic it's like a it was on the other day when I was getting my nails done brag got my nails done <laughs> everyone it's just a, like everyone loves that movie. And it does, it is it's hilarious. It's hilarious. And you're and also it, heartbreaking in it. It makes yeah. you feel good <laughs> and it's relatable. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that movie. I, I love it too. It's so I loved good. making yeah. that movie. Yeah. It was also really fun because that was one of those movies where we wrote every, you know, you had your set pieces, but I really had like in order for them to come to life, there was a lot that had yes. to go ad libbing and everything that if I you was. You don't sell it. No, everything I was doing was wasn't written. You know, I'm, all you the, can tell it set me up for like the best. My favorite kind of stuff, which is just like going, you know, improv. All, it was also like kind of like really revolutionary because it was like, you know, I just felt like as women, we were just all supposed to like you. You want to try to get a guy and, um you know, do a good job and don't be too loud and don't be, you know, just be pretty and whatever. That's just like what it felt like society was telling us to do. And then it just felt kind of revolutionary to see a woman like breaking all the rules. Like I'm going to go so far into that lane, you know, just get rid of this guy. Yeah. Because I'm, because we're just as smart as you. We're smarter, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks. (laughs) That makes me feel good. Oh my God. Um, How often do you guys talk a day? 
Probably every, every day. day. Yeah, especially and every every day. I mean, then like, sometimes not for a couple of days, but we talk yeah. a lot. D- yeah, depending on like, I mean, sometimes like there's just like a lot going on. But, we um, are like who like I call and I'm just like, can I complain for like 30 minutes? And she's like, definitely. I'm like, please. <laughs> yeah. I, and then also we have um, an app called Polo. Like, oh, Marco, Marco Polo. Polo. Yeah. yeah. Which is just which is just so good because sometimes you know like like we don't maybe have like little videos yeah like enough to say to have like a, a full like conversation or whatever but it's just like quick things or whatever where like I need her to see like like she's like I got a new plant that she needs me to see and I need to be you're like, gonna need to see this yeah immediately. and I'm like yes and then you know but, but it's also, it's always keeping in touch this and, is what I feel like is like a beautiful part of our um, sisterhood. A couple of years ago, I called her at like 5 p.m. and I complained about some, you know, some shit for like 20 minutes. And it's 5 p.m. And she goes, it's my birthday. No, this. <laughs> so, so this is OK. It's, it's this is my favorite. This is my favorite conversation. OK, it is five. Oh it is 522. We talked for such a long time. She's just like talking to me. I'm, I'm like, like yeah, totally, totally. Me. I'm like, oh my god, totally. And she's like, okay, I have to go. I'm going to sing, whatever. Um, what what else is going on? What are you doing tonight? And I went, well, um, it's my birthday, so. And, and then, then we, we both died, died laughing. <laughs> we laughed for so long. And it's just like, but that's you know, and it's like, and and you see like. You see in like movies and shows or whatever where it's like that would like cause a fight or something like right. that. Right. But, but like, that's also not our language of love. No. We're not like gifts no. are not our. Ooh, what no. is your language of love? I love this. Um, Acts of. What? <laughs> I, I did not know how you were going to finish that sentence. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, oh, acts of service. Oh, service. Really? Acts that's of service. Your, is that your number affection? one? Acts of service is probably my number wow. one. I don't know what that means. And that's my husband's number one, too. Oh, my God. And it's so funny because, wait, you I don't, don't know, know what, what this is at all? Oh, okay. You like figure out your love language, like sort of how you express. I love words of affirmation, but Chris doesn't, my husband doesn't care like compliment like it does nothing for him so I'll be like you are such a great husband I I'm I feel lucky every day I love you so much you're such a good dad and he's like can you turn the lights off you like he doesn't care (laughs) yeah he doesn't care it doesn't it does nothing for him yeah I hear that and I don't have to see you for a week yeah (laughs) Kim's is physical touch no Uh, oh no ouch (laughs) ooh ooh that was an act of disservice you didn't have a sweater on anymore I know I'm gonna burn this (laughs) okay will you tell the story about how you guys started working together Oh yeah. my God! Yes. So oh, yeah. I was I was a I was working as a school psychologist um, in, in Chicago. Chicago, and uh, Amy yeah, had visited her. She was very good at it. It was very. I cute. was a yeah. I was a, and the kids a, loved you. An act like an active functioning school now, psychologist. Babe. I know we had to get you back out there. I know. Um, and uh, and Amy had just like uh, Comedy Central had just like been like you're you know given her a TV show. And she called me and she was like, I want you to come and write for the TV show. And I was like, no. Get out of my face. I was like, I'm busy. Good talking to you. I was like, I'm not going to do that. Um, You know, because like I just like started a a new school, a new job or whatever. I was like, if you get picked up for a second 
season, I'll I'll come to it. She never thought that would happen. Really the not thinking from her was because every you get picked up for a year well, those, and whatever. Those are, I was, those are words of affirmation. I was sure, bluffing. Good luck with your okay. comedy. Yeah, I was I was fully bluffing. I was like, you know, yeah. like catch you back at at waiting tables. Um, and then it's kind of like when she got picked up for a second season, I could hear it in her voice. Like I knew you didn't think I was going to make this mm. fucking call. You know what I mean? What, She's like, guess what? And she called me. I think she actually said, like, I so. I guess, guess what, what bitch. bitch. <laughs> and, uh, and she was like, I got picked up for it. And I was like, <sighs> yeah. Okay. And so I um, went in to ask for a sabbatical because I was like, okay, I will come for to write the show uh, with you for six that. months. Um, and then I'm going back to my life as a school psychologist in mm -hmm. Chicago. And so I asked. She thought I was going to make it six more months in the business. Six. Well, no, because I just, I was coming, <laughs> you know, like I was going to just like, go. try it. I was, yeah. you know. And so I asked for a sabbatical. Um, and uh, and um, my principal was like, yeah, I'm sure the school board will be fine with that. Like, you know, you're, you're great. We love you here. And the school board was like, <laughs> no. And I was like, oh, <gasps> I guess I quit. And they were like, oh, I was like, all right, bye. bye. And so I, <laughs> I quit, you know. Backed up your pencils. I quit, yeah. And so I had to like, but, you know, like, when really it wasn't like this was a career change at all. It was like, I am going to just like go and like try this thing. So I like talked to my husband and it was, it wasn't like we're moving to New York. I was like, I'm going to like go do this thing for six months. Like you stay here and like work and like be with the dog and I'll like fly home every other weekend for what but was supposed to, to be make it six really months. Appealing. We rented Jake Gyllenhaal's apartment. Yeah, in yeah, Tribeca. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and did you and find anything weird inside of his? Apartment? Oh, we <laughs> we tried <laughs> that place. We, oh, we tried. There was one locked closet. <laughs> We got a, we got a phone call about like shoes one there day. Was oh. a, we were like, yes, like there was just no evidence of him at and all. Yeah, we, we googled I, like now, wine. But I didn't know yeah, we, I mean, we the really... only thing that was left was a frozen birthday cake in yeah. his freezer, which oh. when I would get drunk, I would gnaw we on would it. Just gnaw. And then we eventually made a video like where I was pretending like I was at the party the where the party, cake had been, the, like as his guest. <laughs> And I'm like, hi, Jake. I'm like, Edie, I'm like, I'm having such a good time, party. too. <laughs> that was really, really, I think it was on Ellen or some, the something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we had a great, and we went, we went to Barry's Boot Camp. We oh got my really God. skinny. I've never Very, been to Barry's Boot Camp. It's you're a fine. nightmare. Really? You're fine. I feel like it might be kind of fun. Is it a little intense, right? It's good if you're young and you've never experienced trauma. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, I mean, depending on like my body, if I did it, I would need to be fully taken out in a stretcher. It was, but it was great. It, that's cool. But well, how like, hard is it's it? It's fun. It's hard. It's, it's hard. hard. Uh, yeah. And then you feel, you feel great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you came. I slept with our instructor. Well, then it was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> hey, <laughs> definitely. We love I want, not only don't take that out. I want that <laughs> twice. Can you do, can you play it and then play it again? <laughs> Lucky girl, uh, please. Oh my I'm God. proud. So then that was it. So you came, you started working. So I came, and then like it was kind of like we realized that like oh like you're actually doing I'm this actually and, doing this, and like yeah. I was like like good right at, it. at it. And um and then it was like I was gonna just be there for the writing, and then it was like oh like I should also be here for when we're shooting this because like uh, that you would can, be good too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um it was gonna be like right from there, Amy was gonna go and start like working on Trainwreck, and she was like. Hey, like, can you also like come and do this 
as well. And then this idiot's living in LA. And, and then so and, and what then are those apartments called? The Oakwoods. Uh-huh. She so was then, in the Oakwoods. So then oh it became God, like and it, her husband it's looking like this is what we're gonna Classic. do. So, so then I, <laughs> the I called Vinny. So and I was like, like hey. And then they gave him a fucking sabbatical. <laughs> I was like, your people gave you a sabbatical. And so so he and my my dog and and we all like went to LA and <sighs> and then that was and now was it. you're here. And I'm in Connecticut. You're yeah. In Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. And I'm then, so happy and then, to be back. I'm so happy to be you? back. Oh my god, it's been so nice because I just like I I come here. I'm here probably like once a month on more. average. More, yeah. It's it's been it's been so just so even nice. to know you're at that close proximity. Yeah. yeah. That we could well, the day the day that Gene that that Gene was born, I was I was oh, yeah. here or whatever. And then because he wasn't going to be here till next week, I was like, okay, see you next week. And I went home. And then Amy called and was like, hey, actually. And I was like, okay. And I came, came right, right back. back you know, if I was in Chicago, I ne- that couldn't have happened. You know, it's just it's it's so nice being this close. I love it. It's Do you run so nice. everything by each other pretty much. No, 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 not really. <laughs> it's no, we're uh, it's no, nice. We no. were we do run a lot. I run a lot of is this behavior I did unacceptable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I'll say you know what we that's what we do with each other. We go like, was I wrong? It's a lot of was I wrong? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And yes. she will most of the time say you were wrong. Yeah, you know. For sigmatic, for sigmatic, for sigmatic. The mushroom coffee, the coffee that I've been using for a couple years now, even prior to doing a podcast. It's the good shit. It's the good shit. I love it. It tastes so it tastes good. It tastes so good. Uh-huh. You know, and don't let the mushroom part throw you off, by the way. No. You know? It's so great. Well, the mu- mushrooms are so great for you, so it's yeah. lion's mane. Which is not actual lion's mane, but uh, it will make you feel as if you can grow a lion's mane and then be king of the jungle that basically you'll drink a cup of coffee you know and feel like you have a lion's mane on your back lion's mane is great for cognitive it supports focus clarity there's no jitters you know it's very smooth it's 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 a smooth acceleration into your day you know i like a french press coffee personally i really love a french press i like french press um even though it takes a little bit more time it's a nice thing to do so and this this actually tastes really good like that Every Four Sigmatic product uses only proven superfoods and is third-party lab tested. They always offer 100% money-back guarantee, so you can try it risk-free. And, of course, we have a special offer for the Sibling Revelry audience. Receive 15% off your Four Sigmatic order. Go to foursigmatic.com slash sibling or enter code sibling at checkout. That's F O U R. S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash sibling to receive 15% off your order. Third love, third love, third love. This is a, these are bras, okay? And it might sound strange um, for a man who is doing an advertisement for bras, but it's not, okay? Because I have... uh, I have a wife, and I know many women who wear bras. You go on, you do a whole fit quiz. And online? Then, yes, you go online, and then they ask you every question you need for what your bra needs are, depending on how you like to wear them, what your bra size is, what your even activities are, all that stuff. And then they perfectly match a bra for you, for your type. 
bras are in over 80 sizes. That's crazy. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, return it. My, my number one reason why I like this company is how what they do for giving back. They take their gently used and they give them to women in need. Which is awesome, by the way. Um, so far, Third Love has donated over $15 million in bras. Wow. Third Love knows there's a perfect fit bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Well, it's really our listeners. Go to thirdlove.com slash sibling now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash sibling for 15% off today. Is there any part of you when you're thinking about parenting or after having the baby, after having Jean go, you know, I'm going to do some things very differently than how I was raised. Does that, is that that an active thought for you? Yeah. An active thought for me is, you know, I'm like, I've never, I haven't yet like spent the night away from him. Um, and I have a, a hard time leaving and, even to for a couple hours mm. for work, just leaving the room, you know, that guilt and the shame and the, and I have been teaching myself, like you're not that important, uh, you know, like just the a mom is very important, but it's like don't make him, don't make yourself the this important to him in your mind, and don't, you know, I still want to be present and be a great mom, but I don't want to, I don't want like. I, I don't want to make myself his life. You don't blood. really say things like "Mama loves you" or like <laughs> you, you know stuff like that. Like like yeah, you don't really put yourself in sentences about him or whatever. It's more like like what do you want and what do you what are you doing and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, you don't really make it. Which like <laughs> no, I just want him to be his own. Yeah. But I have the same thing. I mean, with Ryder, I didn't leave until he was two, almost two and a half for the first time. I mean, I had a full on because you want them to feel so loved, secure, and, and yeah. it was my own. And 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 he, I mean, yeah, it was, it was obviously great for him to have that kind of attachment. And yeah. I went everywhere with him. I didn't leave. Well, it's it called out. secure yeah. attachment. Yeah. Yeah. Which right. The studies have shown that a, a child who has secure attachment does very well in life. Yeah. Children that don't their trajectory is not very good. Yeah. So there's the secure attachment and then there's the other level. Well, then there's... That's a a different thing. Then there's Munchausen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's between, between, (laughs) you know, zero (laughs) and like two, two and a half years old. Yeah. And that's when that, that's when it, and and it doesn't have to be a mom. It can be any consistent caregiver. That's who like the learning of like, you know, he loves his nanny jane and jane loves him so much this sounds like i'm doing tarzan and jane (laughs) jane loved jane um but uh and to not feel weird about that because he loves me too you know it's like i want him to love the person yes and you want him to know what love is because that's really important yeah i know that there's a lot of gals who will have babies and they become jealous of their nanny yeah and then the baby wants the nanny and doesn't want the mommy yeah and i remember thinking 
that child is learning how to love. Yeah, yeah just and as and many people as yeah. this kid, my babies can love. Yeah. is the greatest thing ever. And more totally. fearlessly love. Yeah, you know, and I never felt like that because you always know the child is always going to love you. Yeah. Unfortunately, no matter what, <laughs> you know, you can't shake them. Can't, right, you know, like they would feel better if you were there all the time, um, but just making sure it's not about me. I, I also try to remind people too. It's a funny thing because when people go, "Oh, you you know have nannies or help you whatever," I, I always say people don't realize that we weren't supposed to do this on our own. Yeah, it was like it's a we village. were all, we were all in a teepee together, right. raising each other's oh, children. Yeah. Work. We had to work. We had to farm. We had to. Everybody and, chipped in for survival. Everybody was yeah. doing. And right. I was always the and ants. we were always helping each other with our ch- ch- with childbearing. It was what we did. Yeah. It was like, it's like the elephant. For some reason, now one woman, <laughs> one woman is supposed to be everything to all the children, and it's, impo- and it's an impossible feat. You know, it's, it's like, impossible. You're you're asking the impossible of it's, it's it goes against. I don't our even species know what that's based instinct. on. Was there like a time in consumerism where there was like that? woman that were I mean it's it's such a lie I mean I I don't I mean it had to be I mean I'm sure <laughs> well I remember I did I, this film swing shift right yeah and that movie was all about what happened during the second world war well with these women and we all went in and it was Rosie the Riveter and they became they got jobs right and they suddenly became sort of actualized and in mm-hmm. many ways sexualized and ways that they could fix their own toaster and they became independent and what was interesting about the notion of the movie is is that they had all the propaganda about the end of the movie, which it shows is that they have new dishwashers. They had new washing machines. And they brought women back into the kitchen. They wow. wanted to bring them back in. Ooh. And this was sort of the theme of the movie. That's the, the theme of messaging. now. And no, exactly. Wow. So it was like luring them back into that world of service and uh, not any, and the, the self didn't as, a exist. A sparkly as much. mop. A sparkly, <laughs> and a, a lovely, a lovely little apron. <laughs> lovely yeah. apron. But we're only just coming out of the, that now, I feel like these last couple of years, where everybody's eyes are really open to how insane we got used to being. Uh-huh. Treated, you know, oh yeah. How everybody felt like it was okay. I feel like it's still like really. Well, new. I have to say too, when you came on the scene, and the <laughs> things that you were talking about, and I remember thinking, oh, okay, so this is going to change the dialogue of how women talk about themselves. And I think you had a huge, huge part in that because you were the first woman to be accepted, who really came out and was like, you know what. I'm gonna actually just talk about how it really is for yeah. me as a woman, and and I think vagina was in there somewhere. Vagina was vagina in there. Was oh, in there. but you so know what? I need to like throw it back to you and say that I think that I was really inspired by a lot of your work. Like, just that's the truth. That's nobody Thanks. likes to take a compliment, <laughs> and 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 you know you weren't at all in any way an influence. And so, <laughs> and I'm sorry about that. Um, no, but I mean that's really cool because that's exactly how I feel. But you, but you did make it okay for a lot of women to feel like, oh, I can be more truthful, like a human. Yeah, yeah. The and audacity of yeah trying to be treated like a yeah. Human. So well, it's, gosh, the audacity of just deciding that you wanted to make a movie mm-hmm. that uh, you know you had to figure out how to be the leader and and you also, saying I'm gonna I want to produce yeah you no, know, and produce just, yeah they're like just put your a little tap bit of a shoes double-edged on. sword right. <laughs> <laughs> It really yeah. was a, a double-edged sword. And so. I'm talking to these women yesterday. I just, you know, this is where it's like, but these women, 
um, are from this, uh, they're, the, uh, you know, they grow tomatoes. They, they harvest the tomatoes in Florida. They're like this, uh, the Makali coalition, um, this tribe. And these women from, from Guatemala, um, I, like, what if I was like the person who tried to say it right from Guatemala? Like I just hit it hard <laughs> anyway. And you're like, Oh, like, <laughs> they, um, but anyway, they're these farm workers and they make about 13 grand a year, you know, and they fought and 80% of these workers get assaulted in the fields, you mm. know, sexually assaulted in the fields mm. starting at 14 years old. Anyway, they got together and they um, came up with the Fair Food Act. So just there's oversight. And so you can, you know, and so the tomatoes on the burgers that you get from McDonald's or Burger King or all these places signed on for the Fair Food Act. So you know that those workers are protected. And then there's some places like Wendy's or Publix or Kroger's that are like, we're not signing on to that. But like these women band together and made this change, you know, and and j just seeing another woman act like a human and demand to be treated just like bare minimum like a human, it really inspires other people to to do that. And I, I felt that from you guys, you know, and hearing that you guys felt it from me, it's cool. I think it's the dialogue, everything is happening, but there still is this little part of me that every time I walk into a room, you know, it's a, it's a little bit like, don't, don't now. Ruffle, it's, uh, right. Yeah. Just be this one thing. <laughs> right. And you're like, I'm not trying to be rude, but I created all of these jobs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you are essentially exactly. a job creator. Yeah. Right. I'd be doing like an arena. I'd be like about to do, you know, where the basketball teams play That's and right. the people backstage, it would Madison be like, Square oh, Garden. Madison that Square like Garden, baby. Deal. And it's like, oh, do you, you you need this? You you complaining about the, the music's not loud enough or whatever? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, I am. Yeah. These people are here because I'm here. Yeah. You know? It's kind of wild. like you treat the guys. I, I sometimes sit very quietly and I watch some of my male peers do certain things and I, I do clock them like, Hmm. If, I, did if that. I did that, <laughs> the, the I'd be right out of this business. If I did that, I that would that never go over. Not it would, saying it, would be immediately would judged and criticized. They'll probably lie and the say point. it happened anyway. Right. <laughs> not not saying it doesn't even like occur to them. Like I, there's not a moment before they yeah. say something that they're like, should I maybe not? Like there's right. no now there's no yeah yeah now there's now a little doubt. There's a little doubt. But that's that's what is so fascinating to me that they're not like. Should I? It's just like thought. Here it is. You know, I'm just like. That's why I love in like a Beyonce documentary or Nicki Minaj or just or Taylor Swift, whatever. There's those moments where you see them stand up for themselves. And it's like, oh, oh. it's a little alarming to see. Yeah. A but woman I know. But it's also like, nice can you believe yes. we actually have like. It's been it's as bad like, as it has. Yeah. yeah. Well, by the way. I mean, yeah. I've been doing this a lot of years. Have you been I, in I'm this game this a while? Now, in this generation? Yeah. It's, uh, we like to think that the needle has moved. Yeah. But very slowly. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just the way it is, you know. Tell and, us and every also single thing that happens right well. now. Yeah. And part two. <laughs> and wealthy in a relationship. Yeah. That's another one, which is like, you know, you want to feel like a girl, you want to be sexy, you want to be this and that, you want to figure out how to make it all right. And it's very tough to be really successful and in the world and hold a relationship. 
I it's mean, very must, for you, it's like you were the epitome of adorable and bubbly and giggly. And it must have been so hard for people to also accept you as as a smart human business intelligent like yeah. really hard <laughs> i don't even oh, i mean yeah. if, if i get if i laugh at all in a meeting it's just turn i go right back to zero yeah airhead <laughs> it's like you have to make a choice you, you can't a be choice. a full person exactly yeah i figured if i walked in like showing my teeth then yeah. i wouldn't be upset you know see i never got braces so i would have that like, see the bottom here? Like, yeah. I would have the she opposite. Has a very intimidating bottom row. Um, Our sponsor is Locks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Advice to sisters who want to work together. Oh, do it. That's it. It's good advice. Yeah. Okay, do it. I can do it. One word to describe <laughs> the other. One word fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, babe, the other. Oh, sorry. Um, less fat. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um uh hilarious. Funny. No. No. God, you're such a bitch. Who's better at following rules? Me. Yeah, Kim. One <laughs> word to describe each other at 12. Uh powerful. Naive. <laughs> <laughs> Who texts the other more? Me? Yeah, maybe you text more. I call more. Favorite book? Harry oh, her Potter. favorite book? Harry Potter. Your favorite book? TV. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? <laughs> I, I've turned a few pages on television. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Who's an easier person to make laugh? Oh, you're well, probably, probably me. Yeah. She's a really good laugher. Mom's the easiest to make laugh for us in our oh, family. Oh, really? Yeah. Then I, I'm, I'm second. I think. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> We're laughing. Who can come up with a better punchline? Amy. Kim. Perfect. We called her the closer on our TV show because she would always think of the closing punchline, which is the hardest. Oh, that's true. And I'm just good at like little, like, huh. <laughs> you laugh like you're reading a book. Like, mm, that's funny. Isn't it interesting though? Because sometimes a punchline is just a look. Yeah. And yeah. that's the best. Those are the best you ones. Yeah. yeah. So cool. <laughs> Who is more likely to suggest taking a photo? Me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say neither. We don't really. Like we both like proof of life. <laughs> you know like i if we're having a nice moment like i we don't want it to end it's like somebody take a picture of this like you want to look yeah, at it later yeah most disagreed on topic or most disagreed on topic um i don't know what that means like means going like, like traveling like what do you guys disagree i like, would say i want like her to travel yeah. like or doing things like yeah. activities yeah. yeah and she thinks that i should like teach our our dog had to go to the bathroom outside. <laughs> I I have um I have I have been pretty firm on that. And I just don't see that for her. I've, I don't see that for her. And by the looks, she doesn't see it for She's herself not. Either. No, she doesn't. I've yeah. been a she has her own plan. You know, I've I been had, a stick in the I had a little one too. And I think it's also just a lazy parent because I had a lot of pee-pee pads. I was like, no, she's fine. She just can pee-pee pee -pee pads. pads all over. <laughs> and that would be great if, if the pee-pee pads cold. were... Fall, were taken as a suggestion. Well, no rugs are the new pee pee pad. It's just rugs. Yeah. rugs. I close my bedroom door here. One. Yeah. Who has a better poker face? 
Amy. Can't. What? Well, at poker, me. But in life, Amy. <laughs> in life, me. In life, me. But yeah. she's actually at, at poker, actual poker. She me. is an actual better poker face. Uh, if but okay, if they had to eat one fast food forever, what would it be? We're just yes, nothing. Really? We're just both going pasta. Pasta. It's both just yeah. We would skip the fast food for <laughs> pasta. This is fun. This is so fun. One thing you can do, your sister can't. Oh, make a man orgasm. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I haven't. I've been googling. I read a book. Oh my God. No, what? But that's why I, do? I don't have I any kids. Do, I, I can do. Um, <laughs> I can do, I can open a bottle of wine yeah. and make like a cocktail. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you can function in society? No. Yeah. Well, what can you do that I can't? That you can't? Yeah. Um, uh, I have I have better like long term. You have really good memory. memory. I She tested my IQ once. Yeah. When, she was a school psychologist. And I tested in some categories as a true genius. Yeah. And then in some categories, as if I, um, no offense to anyone, but like as if I had Down syndrome. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and that's but not really? a dig. That's the that's numbers. The it was numbers. Those are the yeah, statistics. Yeah. But, but what your your my my word recognition. Long-term? Like if I read some, if I read a list of words, I'll have full confidence, but I'll read them wrong. Yeah, yeah. So your <laughs> short term memory and my memory is good. Your long term memory is great, but her ability to attend and focus on something is like it's almost non existent. No. So that's something that I can do really well. She has to she go. Can't. Yeah. Who gives better relationship advice? Probably you. Probably me. Career advice. I think it's it's just it's different. Yeah, I mean, we both different. have such like narrow. We're both not good at navigating like the business. No, we just both like writing and whatever. Yeah, we're both like we could both use a lesson. Fu- you're more yeah, functional. You know? Yeah, but I mean, we're not. We're good also at, yeah, like, we're you not know, because at, a lot like, of people, a lot of the business in LA, it's like people pretending to give notes or something. Like, and we're like, just fuck to, like, that. Tell them they're fucking idiots and walk out. Yeah, like, and then that's they, probably not the and best. Then they destroy you. <laughs> yeah, then they destroy you. <laughs> My favorite note I ever got on a movie was. I just don't like bows. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, I can't change wait, that. Wait, you mean like bow, like, like, like little bows? bows? Yeah, no, like bows, like on clothes. She didn't like. How did bows. they get in any room? Well, we know you're not talking and I about said, well, Amy Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> Play that twice. Play that one twice. <laughs> if you could do another job, what would it be? A uh, tugboat captain. Oh, you'd be great at that. I trained in it for a little while. <laughs> you know, driving boats. I, I'd like to do that. I'll do that with you. I can talk about you. Help people. You guys. I can dock life. a whole boat thing. like no, but like oh, like people would be shocked. That's incredible. How I dock a boat. That's incredible. Like one, like right in. That's there. really cool. Hardly that's even badass. Need to, yeah. I'll just do that with you guys. <laughs> okay, you're gonna be a tugboat. I'll yeah, I'll help out on the boat. Okay, so our last question is always a two part question, and 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 each person each. We ask, what is it about your sister that is something, a characteristic that you wish that you had more of in your life? And then what is one characteristic that you kind of wish or or um, sort of anxiety or something that you wish you could alleviate from your sister because you knew it would be good for her? Mm. Um, Amy is the the bravest most straightforward person I know. And I think that that would, it's almost like there's something just so unquestionable 
about how she lives her life that I think would alleviate such anxiety in mine. Like she, if there's something, if there's some injustice going on, there's not even like a question if it's going to be addressed. Like there's no should I, shouldn't I address it or take care of it. Like we were on our way home yesterday from something and there were, there was like two guys on the street about to get in a fight. And like, she didn't like check in with me about this or anything like this. She just went, what? what? And rolled the window down. She went, cops are coming. The police are coming, you know, and immediately just like, (laughs) like got it because like a delivery guy was being yelled at and it wasn't even a thought like, should I interject? Should I intercede? If, if she sees something that's not right, nothing else fucking matters. She's going to address it and do whatever she can to fix it. And I wish that I had that, um, like I'll, like I could, like I'll probably eventually arrive at some semblance of like the brave thing to do, but like, it's not, it's just, it's just part of her. And I have always, and it always has been, and I've just respected that so much. And I wish that I had that, um, bravery of myself. Um, and the thing that I would like alleviate <laughs> from her, um, I don't know. I have to think about that. Um, I don't know. Can I think for for a hot sec? Well, I'll start with what I would alleviate, okay. which is um, is holding on to some anger. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm better at, like, getting rid of my anger. Yeah, that, and, that sounds um, great. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, just, that's what I would alleviate, like, just a place for you to put your deserved, deserved anger. Um, and what I would love to have uh, possessed that Kim possesses is, um, like, I don't know, she has this cool shirt. <laughs> that I really like. It's probably your shirt that I stole from you. <laughs> no. Um, she has a real capacity to love and enjoy people. Like, she doesn't love a lot of people. You know, she doesn't let a lot of people get close to her. But if you are one of the few people that she knows she loves, uh, it's like you feel like you're you're safe and you're gonna you'll be okay no matter what um and she has like made me f- understand that that we have each other for life in a way because of you know being a little older than her experiencing our parents um like it's pretty incredible that i can even have that um and yeah, she's just really selective and like can love endlessly in a way that I wish I could more. Anyway, will you, if you should choose to forego your room tonight, <laughs> <laughs> um, come to the bachelor suite with me. That's so funny. Oh my God, don't tell us what happened. We're still halfway The alleviate the- thing is actually like a bizarro <laughs> twist on the anger thing. Oh, oh my God. You wish I would get more anger. <laughs> I think you should cut the people out of your life who aren't fucking totally great, good to you and who don't only bring you good, positive things. All right, fine. Goldie, 
Get right at no, <laughs> that 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 really is that really is that that's really a cool is my suggestion. Thing. That's a cool. I suggestion. like that. I one. really do think that. I think that's actually everybody that's a has great. Certain people anyway have yeah. people in your life that yeah, suck like the at what point do you I, cut I, them I think, out? I think there are a lot of shoulds. And you keep letting it happen. Yeah, yeah. And I've cut it. some out a lot yeah. when Jean was born. Yeah, but I there could probably make some more. And I'd, and I'd like it's to be so the one true. to do it. I, I have moments <laughs> in my life where I'm like, I do. I think about that all the time. I'm like, why am I still in this? Yeah. What yeah. am I waiting what for? What am I? Yeah. What is it when people show you who they are? Believe, Believe them. them. Uh-huh. Believe them. Uh-huh. Um, I love you guys. This I love you so too. Fun. I love oh you guys. Mommy. This was Mommy. so I'm amazing. So happy you Oliver you has the flu. <laughs> I know. Oliver, so sorry for your influenza A, even though. And, and grateful that he's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but thank you for Thanks doing for this. Coming and over. I'm so happy. I love you. I love you. Sibling Revelry is executive produced by Kate Hudson, Oliver Hudson, and Sim Sarna. Supervising producer is Allison Bresnik. Editor is Josh Windish. Music by Mark Hudson, aka Uncle Mike. writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.